What is going on, Star Wars fans? You are listening to another episode of the Man Brolorians in Unrefined Popcast Podcast. Make sure you check out the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics on Facebook. Check out the Baraxium Quick Shot on Wednesdays, the Star Bros, the Dandalorian, all kinds of shows here on the Baraxium team. So make sure you check all that stuff out. Uh, I am joined tonight on this episode of the Man Brolorians as we discuss Chapter 12 of the Mandalorian. I did get that chapter right. Yep, try right. to swap. Yep. Okay, good. A um, little foggy tonight, so <laughs> thankfully I have, as usual, Daniel Leahy with us. What's up, everybody? Brian was unable to make it, but in his stead, we have our own official Tau Swift Dr. Pershing clone himself, Connor Shakiti. Hello there, everyone. Hey, Connor. <laughs> yeah, Brian's... Brian's uh... His modem has a bad motivator. Yes. Was that what it was? It was his, mo- it was his or his it router. Was, it was the motivator yeah. in his router, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Brian. So he's, uh, he's going to have to sit this one out because he's in the boonies. It happens. It happens. I know. I've been there. But we'll um, still have a good conversation tonight. I can't relate. <laughs> no, you can't. You've, yep. you've always had stable <laughs> internet, huh, Connor? Problems, problems of the twenty-five and under crowd. Hey, we're a long way away from the Dan's recording on a washing machine on an oil rig because that's the furthest he could get away from the diesel engines on the site. We're a, we're a long way from that nightmare. Oh, that was so awful. Oh man, that was the, I never I remember those days. And it took you a month and a half to get a <sighs> network cable. Oh my god, that was the. I cannot believe we even tried. Cannot believe we even tried. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Yeah, um, we were desperate. <laughs> we but, were, <laughs> but now we don't have to be because we've got technology. So, oh, um, we just have the best. We are going to talk about chapter twelve, and we're going to have our traditional Leahy scroll slash crawl. But before we do that, I want to spend a couple of minutes talking about something cool that was came across my vision, and it was Matt Martin's tweet about. The Sand People, calling them Tuscan Raiders, Sand People, or my favorite, Gun Mummies. I've heard Gun Mummies before. I don't I remember where have. I heard it. It, it. I've heard that said before, and I do not remember where I heard that. I know Connor loves it. It's right? absolutely amazing. I freaking love that term <laughs> so much. <laughs> Gun Mummies? Yeah, dude. I freaking, that is like, cool. Unironically, I might start just referring to them now as that. I love it. I think I'm, everyone I'm, should. I'm typing. I thought because I could have sworn there was something about it. If you type in "gun mummy" on Wikipedia, nothing comes up. So, Damn. which is surprising that no one's made a page for Rip. that. Like in 2020, Matt Martin. <laughs> like I can't believe no one's yeah, made that. Keyword. I can't believe yeah. Connor hasn't made that yet. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Connor, yeah, get should, on that, dude. You must have access yeah. to Wikipedia, doesn't everybody? Yeah. Dude, that might be a callback to a fan film, actually. If I'm, if memory serves, I feel like there's a fan film where they're like on Tatooine and they get called gun mummies. What we'll have to do is tweet Matt and say, Matt, we had this discussion on a podcast. Can you help us out? What is the origin of this? Is the origin of this the dude? I'll tweet him right now. Mind. Do it. Maybe we'll get an answer before we're done. Everybody loves Connor. No one. No one responds to me except. Occasionally, the 
ILM executive. But other than that, no one. <laughs> um, but yeah. So why did you want to bring that up, Gerard? What, what, is it because that was because a funny I just thing? thought it was super cool. Yeah, I, I I liked it. I thought it was funny because usually you go on Twitter and it's some nonsense or drama or fighting or complaining. Sure, it was just fun to see something fun. Sure, sure, I thought sure. it was cool. I liked it, and I voted for it. Do you, Do you guys think uh, I should have voted for Gun Mummies? I was I, I but I went Tuscan Raiders because I just think that that's a better. I, I hate to use the term, but like politically correct thing to call them, because I because I, I feel like Sand People sounds like. I wonder which one they would prefer though. You know what's funny? I bet you. I, I have a feeling that they might prefer Sand People over Tuscan Raiders. They're not real, but if they were, we could ask them. Yeah. I'm curious about that. I'm also curious because Matt Martin did mention he's like, I'm sure that none of them call themselves this, but I wonder what, like, of, of the things we call them, what what is the best one or what do you prefer? I thought that was an interesting thing to think about. But. Well, between the Mandalorian and Obi Wan, I'm hoping we're gonna get some more on that. Dude, humanization of the Tuscans. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. Yeah, yeah, they're a cool I, character. I, it was a it was a really uh I think it's a really necessary thing because man, episode two episode two really episode two of Star Wars, you know, the Attack of the Clones really just makes them look so bad. Yeah. So and the, <laughs> and but they, they are, are yeah, they're brutal. But it also makes Anakin look really bad too. Yeah, it makes him you know more yeah. He's almost worse. And I love him. <laughs> but that was not nice. Kill it's, like, it's not nice, and then and the it just women. goes up the children twenty too. notches because of <laughs> what we saw in Mandalorian. But what to, Anakin to did is something is I would do human. that. <laughs> I would go in and just like wipe out a whole group of people that wronged me. That's how I roll. Sure, yeah, drive up to New Hampshire and just wreck shop and and uh, a small town, and then come back. That sounds that's very. I get deep. on my then I get on my motorcycle scooter and and fly back. Yeah. With with a body on the front, exactly, strapped to the fender. Oh my god, just brutal. We're going um, down the Carassa call, and Brian's not even on this episode. Well, I know he. It's <laughs> well, dude. He he's more. The Carassa call is more contagious than COVID, dude. It's um, more of a state of state of being than anything else. It is. It's it's an idea. It can't be killed. It's not. A, it's not a person. <laughs> Speaking of Our, being killed, as people are clicking stop while they're listening to the show, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't we jump into this cool episode and yeah. hear Leahy's crawl, and then maybe we can start with Connor or something. All right, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go through, read the crawl, and then we'll just we'll just get after it. And we got a shorter one today, but I think uh, we'll we'll flush it out really nicely. Uh, all right, chapter twelve, the siege. The Mandalorian is forced to return to Navarro to undergo repairs to the Razor Crest before finally finishing his quest to bring the child to a Jedi. While there, he is asked by Magistrate Karga and Marshal Dune if he can help eliminate the last traces of the Empire from Navarro. Leaving the child in safe hands, the Mandalorian, Karga, Dune, and the Mithral travel to the Imperial Remnant outpost to blow it up. Matters become complicated as the group faces far more troops than they thought were there. After sabotaging the base and cementing its demise, they come across scientists and a lab. Great secrets are revealed, but even more questions remain. All right, Connor. This has got a lot of this is a lot of big stuff in this one. A lot of big Star Wars things. So get after it. What were your first impressions? What are your thoughts? Uh, so I watched this episode on six hours of sleep. 
and there was like a lot I missed. Mm-hmm. So I had literally just rewatched it probably about 20 minutes before we started recording. And my impressions are just, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm really interested, really interested to see where the cloning experimentation is going to go and how that's going to factor in with Moff Gideon Mm. and what his plans are. And if he's either affiliated with the remnants of the first or with the remnants that will eventually become the first order, or if he's just his own thing and he just wants to do his own, he has his own agenda. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an interesting, I'm, I'm glad you started with that because I think we should dig into that meat first because that's like the main course of this episode for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you guys think that the the weird trooper things that the scientists are kind of working on, hanging out with Moff Gideon at the end during the epilogue, are the same as what's growing in those vats? No. Yeah, I don't think no, they I are think either. They're, I think they're similar. Like, they're sort of two parts to the same endpoint, but, like... Mm-hmm. They're two different parts. Yeah, I think, like, I think I those think guys those are things, dark troopers. Those trooper things, I think, are almost like in the line of Grievous. I'll bet they're mechanical and... Uh, I think they're dark troopers, bio, honestly. Bio... What, what's the word I'm looking for? Bioengineered. Yeah, like a bio. Yeah, like they're, they're organic and they're mechanical. I think yeah. there's something to it. I think that all those other things, maybe they're... Maybe those are like Snoke version 1, 2, 3, 8, all that. Like yeah. cyborgs. Is, cyborgs is, is the Mandalorian going to give us Snoke's origin? Are we going to learn about that? See, that that's awesome. what that would be interesting. And it raised. I, I did you guys feel like this episode had the most scale of any episode in the series so far? Yes, because it felt huge to me. It felt like both movie. Qual- it felt like a live action episode of Rebels that was yes. like a movie. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, oh, we're going to do an Imperial base. Like we're gonna do. Oh, we're gonna find about a, about some secret stuff. Oh, Ezra's gonna do something about. Like that's kind of what it felt like almost. Yeah. Except I think this episode is the final set piece on setting the table for the rest of the season yeah i'll bet we, and see we have no I, we don't have any <clears throat> there won't be any of, more of what people call filler you know and we don't time. have any footage of the next four episodes which i'm so happy about that makes me <laughs> so happy like it's just such a mystery it's gonna be so uh, i mean this really it, this really like raised the stakes for the episode because one of the kind of one of the things i was discussing with a friend the other day was Man, the amount of times like the tension for an episode has just been is the baby and or the Mandalorian going to survive or get rescued? It's kind of like, dude, you can only do that so many times before it's like, all right, man, like what monster of the week is it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, how are they almost going to die this week? Yeah. Like, what, this, they, what, what does he feed that kid when they're not like visible to all of us? Like, that kid is always hungry. He's a growing he boy. He wants to man. eat everything. Yeah, it's like Steve. Just always <laughs> yeah. wants to eat. Dude, Steve can put away. He'll eat anything. Just an insane amount of food. It's it's so it's alarming but impressive. There's not a word for that. I saw him like eat a, an aluminum can once. No, you did not. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's a load of bantha crap, dude. Yeah, it's a load of bantha poodoo. Uh, all right. I bet so... he would if you challenged him. <laughs> he honestly would let's be real it was a frozen yeah. sam adams um <laughs> like sam adams slushy you've never had one of those we used to make them in college anyways home holy carousical 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so all right. So I think we're in agreement because because people have been posting edited photos of that vat scene, and tr- and they've like edited it to make it look like Snoke more. And I've gotten duped by that. I've been like, oh, that looks a lot like Snoke. And then I've gone to the episode and just stared. I mean, like, okay, that picture is different than this one. I'm, whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but there's similarities. I, th- I just watched it yeah. again and looked at that it's scene. So similar, and, dude. Yeah. Similar, but then again, it's just a blob of meat. You know what I mean? Which is sure. kind of Snoke. So I mean, it I could maybe, be. Yeah, maybe Snoke's yeah, just this messed up version of Palpatine. You know, like the first couple oh, yeah. go arounds. Who knows? I'd be <laughs> so surprised if Favreau and Filoni, obviously mostly Favreau. Would dis- would choose to be like a like a sidecar to the sequel trilogy on the with the, the sequel trilogy motorcycle. I don't know why they would because they because it's already one of the most successful live action Star Wars things of all time, right? It was the number one viewed show in 2019. It's going to be the number one viewed show in 2020, hands down, 100 percent guarantee it. But I, so so to me, I think it's a nice like reveal that the Imperial Remnant is working on this stuff. And working on weird, there's weird science things going on. Ooh, spooky science vat and weird information. I think that's cool. I love that mystery. But I, I agree with you guys. I just don't think that that's going to have to do with Snoke. Because... Secret cloning we, lab. Yeah. I mean, because on Exegol, we see, like, the cloning system. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. get to look at it. So, I mean, of course, like, things can move around. There's 25 years between these two times. So, I know how much can happen 25 years, you know? Uh, so, all right. So what, so what do you, do you think that next episode we're going to see any of this stuff in action because they have the tracker on the razor crest? No, I think Ahsoka is going to be the, the, the big reveal in the next episode at the end. Probably I'll bet they string us along, you know, probably three quarters of the way into it. Maybe we only see her at the very end. I would I would hate if it was just like a quick turnaround like Boba Fett yeah. kind of yeah that would that would suck. Uh, they've so already I done that. Ask, I want to ask this question. Yeah. What if the what if the twist of the episode is not only that Ahsoka is in the episode like many people are expecting it to be, but also that she's now a Jedi again? Uh, I don't that'd be so. interesting. I mean. What is a Jedi at this got, point? You know, yeah, she doesn't have an interest in that nonsense because I mean, it really is the Jedi screwed everything up with their weird ways and traditions and not being willing to adapt and change. And yeah. she definitely got. I mean, she got she got screwed. Mm-hmm. I would think she would want nothing to do with any of that. Sure, I, th- I would. I would see her. We know that at this point, she's likely gone on the journey with Sabine to go take care of business. Cause we know that happened after the battle of Jakku. Sabine goes with Ahsoka and the ship, Yep. you know, uh, Ahsoka the white. So th- that all has happened. I, I seem to think that it's going to be kind of between where you, you both are saying it. Like Ahsoka is going to definitely be an agent of the light. Like she always has. She's never like gone like dark or anything. Um, but I also think that she's going to have suffered, She's going to not want any of that noise. You know what I mean? Like, she's going to be like, dude, I've been fighting my whole life and I'm done with that. But she's she's a person that could never not take compassion. She she couldn't not have compassion on the child because she's rescued baby Jedi before twice. There's Clone Wars episodes and Rebels episodes where she does it. 
So this is kind of like a calling to her. She's escorted people through their path in the force many times. Um, but I'd, I don't, I'd be disappointed if it was just a quick flash at the end. Because Dave Filoni's directing. So if Filoni and wrote writing. and directed the episode, yeah. I'm guessing you're going to get some heavy, heavy Ahsoka. Wouldn't it be um, great if we saw her before we even see the opening credits and then she's just in our face the whole episode? That'd be cool. It would. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It, yeah. It, no. it, I think they might go pretty heavy on it, um, because of just it's a fan favorite character. Um, we have yet to see an actual Jedi in the show, which I'm super pumped about. And I'm calling her a Jedi as in like a light side force user. Yeah. I know she's not associated with the order, but like yeah. Which I'm not surprised. I just wanted to ask that question yeah. just what, to see what you guys thought. Because, like, I honestly don't think that Dave's going to be like, oh, yeah, she's a Jedi again. And the Rebel sequels, you know, if whenever it happens, is going to uh, explore her coming to a new understanding of what it means to be a Jedi. But just, like, I just wanted to see what you guys would think. Because I think she's definitely just going to be, like, the light side force user type thing. You said mm-hmm. something about, Leahy, about them not having any force users before. Do you think that Moff Gideon has any connection to the Force? I, I think he might. I think what if he's trying to get it through. Like he's not a Yoda? Sith, but maybe yeah. he's got you know, maybe his M think, count is high. Well, I think he's going to choke <laughs> on his aspirations. Is what's going to happen? But yep. uh, oh yeah, he he, will. he he has a lightsaber. Well, yeah, we know, or the dark saber. We know from Giancarlo Esposito's interviews that like he wields it at some point this year, like in a very big way, like it's like a battle. I hope he um, fights Ahsoka. I see that that fight just doesn't on paper. Like that's just not. Maybe we'll find out he's like really strong in the force, like almost to the point where he could I have been a, an apprentice or something. What if? Yeah. Or he's maybe. trying to inject right away. the force into himself via I think, Baby Yoda. I think that's that's yeah. it. That ch- that that asset means more to me than you will ever know. Like I can't stop thinking about that line. I wouldn't. Put, it's not in the realm of possibility for me that he has some affinity. And we know that like there's levels in the force, right? Like he could like yeah. barely like he could barely have a twinkle of it, like Finn, you know. And maybe he's realized that over time, and that's what's helped get him, you know, his status. Um, but we'll see. I just, I, I think it's closer to like he, what Connor said. He's trying to get the force. Like yeah. he he knows that Palpatine was you know this dark wizard person with the Force, and now he's found what he thinks may be a system to acquire that power in a completely broken galaxy that has a vacuum of power. That's that's huge, right? That feels right. So we'll see. His we'll see. outfit does... is so Vader esque. It's so good. He looks so. He reminds me good. of an Inquisitor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He looks a lot like an Inquisitor, dude. He's literally, he's got a cool TIE fighter that has foldy wings. Oh he should have been Wizard the boss at the end of Fallen Order. Yeah. Dude. Moff Gideon he, with the Darksaber. That'd be a great uh, appearance in Fallen Order 2 to put a little, little Moff Gideon in there. That'd be, that'd be tight. That'd um, be cool. I wonder how that'd work, but yeah. Yeah. You know, he could be like the, at that point, like at that time, he could be like, you know, an admiral somewhere or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he could be like a minor, like how they've done Sloan that you, you see Sloan as Lieutenant and then now she's like an admiral and then she's grand admiral. But, um, how cute was the child trying to fix the ship? Oh my God. That was so adorable. Like, just when you're like, oh, I can't love this thing anymore. He does something awesome. Stealing the cookies. 
doesn't even take one, takes all of them. That is a boss <laughs> move right there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is definitely that's clutch. That's only the that's only the second time we've seen the baby use the force this season. And it was in episode four. So like they kind of they well, I'm glad they've been like holding off on him and not like making him just do force things whenever it's convenient. You know what I mean? Like how it yeah. kind of felt like it was gonna be that way in in the first season, and then I'm glad they kinda step back away from it. Um all right, so the town. Did you guys catch uh the IG eleven statue in the middle of the town when they were walking through? I catched it in the group. You did what? Like when someone because po- I was just oh, so tired yeah. that I couldn't I wasn't really paying attention to the minor details. I've seen it twice and so I still someone, didn't notice that. So when someone posted in the group, I was like, yo, that's dope. And then I went and then when I rewatched it, I noticed it a lot easier today. Mm-hmm. I I didn't notice it until I heard someone pointed out on a podcast and I was like, oh my God, like that's so obvious right there. And then I never, I still haven't caught watch guy. I still haven't seen that guy. Same. Which is fine. (laughs) I don't care. Like, I don't care that that's in there either. I think it's hilarious. I just love that people are making a huge deal out of it. Mm -hmm. It's great. It it cracks me up. I love that they just own it. Is it a love cat? No, 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 no. It's a convery. It's a convery. Nice. It's so blurry, yeah, it's I can't even tell. Oh, there Whoa. it is. Yeah. This is Ahsoka. Yeah, it's a cool sticker I got for buying this awesome piece of art from uh, Artist Row at Celebration Chicago. Um, there was so many cool things about that town. It kept the Marshall coming in and cleaning house in the beginning. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. character is so cool. Well, and we know, like, the so, like, the Mandalorian, um, the Mythosaur is gone. The skull is gone. So I think that the armor has moved on. I think that was a cool, like, hey, the armor is, like, you know, off doing something else somewhere. We saw those cool, dirty, aqualish guys. We saw Cara doing, doing work, being a good person. I, the town is, like, completely – I want to, like, live in that town. Like, give me a Galaxy's Edge DLC with, <laughs> with Navarro. I'd rather hang out in Navarro. There's, there's lava and stuff. I love it is Navarro. a cool place. You know, something I noticed on the first watch, and then I noticed it again on the second one, was when the Razor Crest – barely lands as it's like panels are falling off <laughs> Cara Dune and grief both look they have like expressions on their face of genuine like joy like they were like oh my buddy's back and it was like a like you could tell especially on Cara Dune's face she's like oh mm-hmm. my boy's back that was pretty cool I I just I love that it was it, it was it was a heart. nice moment they they weren't like worried they were just like, oh, what could be wrong? The Razor Crest is completely destroyed and the Mandalorians are dropping by. Like, we're yeah. having to see. The, another cool moment in the episode I really loved, which was also in the trailer, was when the scout trooper used his foot to stop the momentum of oh. him careening into the side of the canyon as he was coming down the cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming so down dope. that thing? I didn't yeah. know they could do that. Now I really want one of those things. <sighs> Agreed. So cool. To have a speeder bike would be so cool. That's That's an underrated star wars vehicle to have. it would be so much cooler than my road king i would definitely uh, well, uh, i'm gonna be way like i can make like a little fiberglass like thing i can sleeve over my motorcycle so it looks like a speeder bike well have you that- seen the people who made the replica ones but they're drones like they had and so instead of so at the front and back there are two giant um like fans and no any the, they do oh you got to go on a youtube and they move it. Yeah, they they really like they're legitimately 
they're, they're super dangerous, but it's like a legitimate speeder bike. Like it, it does exactly what a speeder bike would do. Um, I want to see Connor on one. Dude, I want to. So It'll just go up into the stratosphere. <laughs> I want to see myself in one, dressed in scout trooper attire. Well, at celebration they have them, dude. They have all that stuff. Like they have like a like you can hang out in the Falcon. You can hang out like there's different vehicles they have usually. Like you can get up on like an X wing and stuff. Show up but dressed it, like a scout trooper. You can jump on a yeah on a bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I miss that. Ah, uh, yeah, celebration, man. Two more years, year and a half. Oh. Year and a half. A I year. I probably won't even be alive. Year and a half. Um, all right. So I don't know about you guys, but this episode overall, like I walked away from this episode, especially after the second time I watched it, feeling like this was the best episode of Mandalorian I'd watched, but kind of like confused as to why. But I think it's the scale of it. It just felt big. It felt it felt it felt real. Like it felt like for the first time things matter to more than just the Mandalorian and the child, which I think is really important. Um, I, it, it, like I said, it felt like an episode of Rebels, and there was like a nostalgia for me with that because so many Rebels episodes were like, all right, here's the plan. We're going into this Imperial place, and we're getting out. And even though like they did that a lot, and it was a trope, and it, you could argue like, oh, that got old after a while. It didn't, whatever. That just felt so nice to like revisit that style of Star Wars to me, of storytelling. I don't know, man. It just felt really nice. And and all that they just continue to hit you with the great Easter eggs. Like like you guys just mentioned, the speeder bike stuff with the uh the marauder ship that they that they steal. Um all the all the little details of the Imperial base, like the jokes they made. I mean, they just every scene is filled with new stuff, things you've always wanted in Star Wars, or cool nostalgic things that you love seeing again and they every freaking frame of this show is so good like it just it's shocking to me that they're they just are knocking out of the park it i mean i knew the show would be good but so good it looks so, so good. good it's but yeah i don't quality yeah i don't know so i don't know about you guys like how how this one ranks in your in your list but like to me like the last two episodes are the best two of the whole show like it just keeps getting better and better like it's just a uphill yeah i think for me right now the Bo-Katan episode is so uh, is my favorite one, um, and then followed by that pretty closely is uh, the Cobb Vanth episode. So, what about you, G? That's I'd rank this one. It's hard. This one is this one's up there. I don't know if I can yeah. put a number on it, but it's got to be in my top. This is going to be in the top five of all both seasons. Yeah, I, I like this. This is a good episode. It set it set things up. And I wasn't like, oh man, I wish I knew all this stuff right now. I, I love how they left it. You know, they ended it with a nice little, nice little teaser. And uh, yeah, I, I think, I think that this Friday will probably be my favorite. If even half of what happens in it that I think is going to happen. <laughs> are you guys like, mentally preparing yourself for things that are bad? Like Yoda says, like you should train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Like Ahsoka is my favorite character in Star Wars, hands down uh with ray a close second but i like man i don't think feloni has the grapes forgive the phrase but uh i don't think he i don't think he has he has the ability to kill her kill her off but i'm ready to be real surprised about that you know what i mean here's the thing i don't think he's gonna do it in mandalorian if he does it 
He's going to do it. It'll be in his show or something. Yeah, it'll be in his show, and we're going to be eternally depressed. This is his... I mean, Connor, did you listen to the episode... It was either last week or two weeks ago where I said that I thought there's a possibility that when they finally get the baby, like, off the show... Because I don't think this whole show is going to have Baby Yoda in it the whole time. I just don't. Probably not. Because it's just, like, at some point we need to stop having Baby Yoda be this MacGuffin that, you know, our space... Mandalorian Indiana Jones is you know running with all over the galaxy I just feel like I, I don't know how long they can do that for so this there's a solution to Ahsoka not dying Three and seasons. getting the baby off the show well that could be I think this won't go more than four, four or five seasons if I'm being honest uh, but that whatever baby, baby Yoda's uh, or like the whatever species that is that their home planet that Ahsoka would take the child there and then just live there, you know? And that for whatever reason, that's it. Like she stays there. Like that's like her duty to live there. So I think that could be, be a cool. thing. But man, I just don't know. Cause what do you put Ahsoka in the show for? You know what I mean? Cause that's it could be true. any, it could yes. be any Jedi dude. You can make up a Jedi that survived order 66. It could be Luke. Yeah. It could be, but she's it, awesome. She's the best. But like, She's my second favorite Star Wars character, and I didn't even She's know her until like five. 2015. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't think she should be in the, in the show. I'm just trying to speculate on like she's what such her role's a huge. Be. She's she's the most popular character in Star Wars currently. Like if you go by like the little like fan rankings and stuff, like all the kids love Ahsoka, all the 28 year old dudes mostly love Ahsoka too. So yeah. like. I wonder if we'll see a lot of her in the next episode, then maybe just sparse or even not at all for a couple, and then maybe she'll be involved in the, you know, the finale, you know, closing out this season's arc. I'm so scared. I told my family that, because I'll, I'll be uh, away for Thanksgiving, and I told my family I'm watching this alone. Like, at, like at 6 a.m., I'm watching it alone because if something happens, uh, they will... Uh, that that I will I won't handle it well emotionally, like at all. So um, I'll probably watch this one by myself before Liam gets up. Yeah, I'll, I'll and then watch, watch this one by myself just in case. I also know that like I'll be freaking out, and I don't want to like be sitting there and have like someone in my family be like, "Wait, what's that?" You'd be like, "Ahsoka is on the screen." Like, <laughs> <shut up. laughs> yeah. Well, you just shut up. Uh, that took me back to a time at Celebration where I heard someone boo Ahsoka during like the Clone Wars saved reveal panel, and I almost like lost it on the guy. Uh, <laughs> you should have. I should have. I, I regret not doing it. Um, just for the right. sake of time, so we can get to our merch. Yeah, good call. Uh, merch segment. What was your pick? Pick one little favorite thing from the show. Connor, you go first. Uh, you go first. So, definitely- so. Whatever. Say, so pick something that like something from the show that doesn't already exist that you'd like as like a merch. Let you you know any type of thing. I mean, if it doesn't exist already, the Trexler Marauder. Yeah. Sh- that ship. That's literally the only thing. Like I was watching the episode with the merch thing in mind, and I'm sitting there trying to figure trying to figure out. Uh, would this be good merch? Would this be good merch? And like nothing stood out to me except for that little vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is so. a good one. Um, That's all I got. I think what I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a few things. I'm going to do two things. 
and because oh, Brian's if you not take here, one I'm gonna of take mine, one I'm going to be ticked. Uh, well, first of all, the space cookies, <laughs> which do exist, actually. Oh, so I can't do that. Crap. Those yeah, are called macaroons, bro. All right. So uh, <laughs> I, I want a Lego. I want a Lego, like, IG-11 statue. I think that would be really cool. And have it be out of Lego, so it kind of has, like, a different look. Um, and then I also want a uh, vintage three and three-quarter set um, Kaminoan Imperial scientists and research vats like like so Ooh. there will be like cre- things in the Ooh. vats and you have the Kaminoan scientists you could like fill them with water and put you know your other vintage figures in there i think that'd be fun those are mine i want an eighth scale hot toys mithril that farts out of his neck butt <laughs> and actually has like a little cloud of stinky gas that comes out that's what i want dude that was so funny that yeah that he was so all right so the first season some of the humor comes off as like a little bit like okay that's a little like uh, cheeky star wars dad humor yeah Yeah, a little campy but this season it's been like honestly like really well blended with the movie or with the the show wow call it a movie uh it kind of is it feels it's basically a a short movie (laughs) yeah god that mithril is so funny i love that on the show they just don't bother naming anyone but by human species, characters dude. yeah hey it's frog lady she speaks frog hey it's the mithril hey mithril <laughs> Stop doing i mithril just stuff. thought that was his name for a while until i yeah. looked it up it's like no one gets a name dude like no one gets a name unless you're yeah, a man no or human. yeah yeah it's insane i mean it's that's until the... the visual that's until we get the visual guy don't don't activate anyone sure. Leahy. i'm not activating anyone I'm not doing it. Someone will listen and now they'll they'll get all worked up and now they'll there'll be a Twitter campaign to Oh, it'll be me. Name everyone gets worked up. (laughs) I I, dude, I'm I'm actually a really good namer of things. I'm really good. Like when I would do like Star Wars uh RPG, like Star Wars D six, when I would like game master those, I had great names for stuff. So whatever. Hire me, Lucasfilm. Yes, hire him. So we know somebody there. That's true. I don't know anyone there anymore, really. Well, I thought it was a good episode. I loved the little kid. I love the child. I love how he eats everything. That's great. That base was cool. <laughs> the Razor Crest is in good shape again, ready to rock and roll. You know, he's got his doors and windows back together. Thank yeah, God. we got to reset. We're like reset. You know what I mean? Like Razor Crest is good. Yeah. Baby's full. Everyone's loaded up, ready for bear. Like, let's go. Things have gone sideways, but now dude's ready. He's on his mission. Ranger Crust is probably going to get destroyed next episode. <laughs> Don't say that. Well, no, no, no. Not completely uh, destroyed. I mean, just like damaged. It's probably going to get damaged next episode. Let's be real here. Someone said on a... Someone if said it does get Reddit, messed up, I'm going to say it's Bo-Katan's fault. Somehow she's going to be to blame for it. <laughs> Thanks, Bo-Katan. Something tells me she's just, she's just a trouble magnet. I love it. Dude, she's gonna get that dark saber back and rule Mandalore. I think this series has got to end with the Mandalorian being the ruler of Mandalore. Right? Uh, yeah. Man, this should be a whole episode, by the way. When the season's done, is just where does this go? Because yeah. like, I feel like we're setting him up for that. Like he's going through a lot of changes. Like he he's Legit, gonna keep I... wanting to just be himself, and then they're gonna be like, no, you're actually like the man. Yeah, no, legit. I think that's what's going to happen. Bogotan's going to recognize him and pe- as Mandalore and pass on the dark saber as Sabine did with her. In sure. Rebels. 
I think that would be super mm. dope. That'd be so cool. And then, then Bo-Katan can go off with Sabine and Ahsoka and just wreck shop wherever they feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would need that show. Yeah, they just go to hang out on the palm beaches of Harloff Minor and just relax with some tone array. That'd Jeez, be pretty sweet. Ten, ten, what are they tendrils? What do you call ten, those things? Uh, uh, well, Ahsoka calls hers tendrils. Well, wait, put hold some on. sunscreen on them. She calls hers leku, leku. I think too, actually. Yeah. At one point, she says like my leku, but like, yeah, the mantrils too. Yeah. Ma- to, to grew to have mantrils technically because they're a different organ, I think. Then what? Twi- like, because oh my gosh, this is getting too sweaty, dude. I, I think because twi- no, no, yeah, I can't I out myself. Twilight's as the sweaty have of the Star lekus and. Yeah, Togrudas have mantras. They're like the, the same Leku... thing. They're like pretty much kind of but, the same thing, but just different. But ma- the mantras are a sensory organ, though, and I don't think Leku are. I think Leku are like a store, like a like a like a like a a different type of organ. I- I'm gonna have to, dude. We're gonna have to. Leahy, we'll give us a presentation next week on the difference, oh my God, so that way everyone I'll... will know. I'll report back. Yeah, I'm looking this up right now. Could, but I know sweet. for a fact that mantras are like a sensory organ for Togruta. Mm. But all right. We, me, <laughs> well, Gerard, why don't you wrap us before me and Connor go yes. completely sideways, dude? Karasic hole. Mm-hmm. We can close it out. Why don't you guys start with Connor, Leahy. What was your favorite thing of the episode? Not merch. Favorite, favorite visual, favorite plot line. Hmm. Probably the chase sequence at the end. Yeah, it was pretty intense. And then the dogfight with uh, the Razor Crests and the TIE Fighters. That thing goes right from speeder bikes to TIE Fighters. That was pretty sweet. Lee? I I just like that this this story overall just felt like a a Star a campy Star Wars romp, like team adventure. Like it just felt like that. It felt like a mini movie. If I'm being, I keep saying that I keep, I keep saying the same thing over and over, but like, it just was such a good what Like that's an episode. If like, I don't want to watch a whole star Wars movie, like, or don't have time to, I could like put on that episode and in 45 minutes, get an entire movie. Basically, you know, that's what it felt like to me. I, I liked the teamwork side of it. It made me almost feel like I was watching a live action episode of rebels in one of the, one of the good episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward the to good some episodes, more of that. How dare you say that? All oh, there's there are some are not so there are some not so awesome episodes of Rebels. I thought, but I mean, I can't wait to cover terrible, that with but... you on our Rebels rewatch. I need to rewatch Rebels. I've I love that mm, show, but same. We're we're doing. I'm I'm making me and Brian. I'm making Brian rewatch it with me, and we're gonna discuss. We're gonna do it by story arc, though. So like every arc, we'll do one episode per arc. That's a good. I thing gotta to join do. in on this. So, yeah, yeah. That, so that we're not doing be a fun talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, for um for the sake of time, we're gonna wrap this one up because I know we got stuff to do. But um, mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody listening. Hope you guys liked it. We look forward to Friday when we can see the uh, the next episode, Chapter Thirteen. Dave Filoni, written and directed by Dave Filoni. Um, somebody else wrote it too. It's a couple of writers, but this is gonna be fat with the soaker. I hope so. Um, we look forward to watching it. Connor, thank you. Leahy, thank you. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. 